This episode of The Buzz is brought to you by Bank Automation Summit US 2024. This annual event is tailored to resonate with financial services professionals focused on business optimization through technology and automation. Learn how to overcome implementation challenges by hearing firsthand from C-level executives from institutions, including Bank of America, Wells Fargo, Citi, and more. There's no better place to get a read on the competition than at Bank Automation Summit US 2024. Register now at bankautomationsummit.com. My name is Whitney McDonald, and I'm the editor of Bank Automation News. Today is February 6, 2024. The buzz welcomes Dudley White. He is the president of Core Banking and Integrated Services at Fiserv. He also served in executive roles for payments and is CIO of Risk Management Solutions for the provider. He is here to discuss the following tech trends that his financial institution clients are interested in. Those trends include digital channel investment, AI investment, modern core platforms, and data insights. Thanks for being here, Dudley. Great. Uh, thank you, Whitney. I really appreciate you um, having me on the podcast. It's, a, it's an honor. Uh, a little bit about myself. So Dudley White, I have responsibility for core account processing at Fiserv. Um, I've been with the company now for five years, and it's been a it's been a great journey in in the five years. I initially came on as a CIO for one of the business units. Um, after about a year, I moved over into a payments leader role, and then about two years ago, I moved over into the core group and um, took on responsibility for a subset of those cores. And then in May of last year, we made the strategic decision of bringing all of our cores together. And I'm thankful that I have the responsibility of that core account processing group. Prior to Fiserv, I worked at Equifax and played several roles there. At one point, I had responsibility for technology and analytical services. I was also the CIO for the U.S. business for a period of time. And then for three years, I had responsibility for global product management as well as uh, product innovation. And before that, I worked at a company called S1, played several uh, roles there um, across a couple of different functions. Um, I My last role was uh, working in Southeast Asia, so I had responsibility for um, Singapore and Thai operations, also responsibility for international um, professional services, and uh, so a, a wide um, variety of uh, responsibilities, all within the financial services space. Prior to S1, I uh, worked at Deloitte Consulting, and uh, I'm a I'm a proud uh, University of Georgia Bulldog. I'm a double dog with a undergrad and graduate degrees from University of Georgia. Nice. Well, thank you again for joining us. Lots of background, of course, in the industry. So we're so excited to have you on the podcast and and get your perspective on on what you're focused on at Fiserv today. So with that, we just closed out 2023. We're kicking off 2024. Let's start with just what are some common trends that your financial institution clients have been asking for within the technology realm? What are the, the hot topics? Sure, there's there's a lot um, going on right now from uh, w- within the technology space. I, I think it first starts with digital. So we are making a a, a big bet across all of our digital assets. Um, so um, everything's tied more to that omni-channel experience. So the ability for us to have a a really strong digital presence. Um, we have a platform uh, that we call a ex- Experience Digital or XD. Um, and that is uh, really important for us. We know that the banks 
banks that have uh, uh, more digitally engaged customers are more loyal or more profitable. So the investment in that omni-channel experience is, uh, is, is very critical. Uh, another key technology is AI, right? So when you look from an AI perspective, you know, and we use the term AI as kind of one um, big term, but really there's different forms of AI and conversational AI has been in place. Um, we've leveraged it um, significantly. It's helped from an operational cost, primarily within the uh, um, client services or customer service space. I think you'll see more applications of generative and predictive AI. Um, and there's, you know, things that in addition to the technology from a regulatory and from a business rule process that uh, have to come in play there, but you'll start to see even more investment from an AI perspective from a technology standpoint. Um, everything around the open a API ecosystem. So the ability for us to um, work in an environment, not just with banks, but with fintechs. And um, we've already curated um, many relationships with uh, fintechs through our um, open API approach, and I, I think everything around that is uh, is critical. Um, the the whole concept of a uh, next generation uh, um, core as well. So um, having a uh, a cloud native core is uh, critical. Um, I think we're not think. I feel very strongly we're the leaders in that space, and um, really all of our cores from a standpoint of not thinking of a core just in in isolation, but thinking of a dual core approach. So having uh, our, whether it's our DNA core, our premier core platforms coupled with our, our new digital um, cores allows us to really be innovative and bring new um, um, products to market. I'd probably be remiss if I didn't mention cyber, right? So from a technology perspective, everything from a cyber perspective, we've we've invested heavily. Um, from an encryption standpoint, um, it's uh, actually when you look at our spend over the last um, two years, it's been um, very focused on building that moat around our platforms and, and really focusing from a cyber investment standpoint. I think we're um, very much the leaders in that space. Um, those are some of the, the key technologies and, and focus. I, you know, I'd probably be remiss as well if I didn't mention cloud. So, you know, pro providing that capability for different deployment options, whether it's in-house, whether it's hosted with us from an ASP perspective or providing cloud um, capability. And cloud just allows for that full resiliency, um, that ability for um, self-healing platforms, being able to, um, from an operational standpoint, the the improvements there. So that's a uh, probably just the, the tip of the iceberg as far as uh, technology um, focus in 24. There are other things I can mention, um, uh, like blockchain, but the you know the the items that I mentioned are I'd say are top of mind for us from a technology perspective. Yes, and lots of technology trends that you did just go through. Um, definitely top of mind within the industry. That kind of reflects perfectly what our coverage has been for the past year. So that's good news. Um, okay. When it comes to tackling what your financial institution clients are looking to implement when it comes to all of these projects and we don't have to break down all of them but maybe you could just walk me through what those client conversations look like how does Pfizer really meet those needs that your clients are asking for when it comes to implementing this tech yeah and it i think it really depends upon the the customer itself right so uh 
um, the discussion with the smaller community bank uh, would be different than some of our, our larger FIs. Um, so from a community bank perspective, they're really depending upon us for um, a lot of their innovation. And uh, they really trust us from not only a technology perspective, but also um, our position in the market from a, a guidance standpoint. So, you know, uh, when you I mentioned digital and I, I mentioned everything from an omni-channel perspective. Um, so being able to sit down first and I think mapping out a, a true digital strategy is huge. I didn't mention in the first question, I, which I should have, but you know, data has become king as well. And whether you're the the smaller community bank or the 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 larger FI or or, or credit union, it's uh, critical for you to have a full view of your customer from a data perspective. And um, we're making some very big bets um, um, with with our open data solution, either managing that data for you to be able to provide you with KPIs and benchmarks to truly understand your space. Or, or working on it together or giving you the, the capabilities to, to drive that. So I think having that digital piece, having um, a true data strategy or, or those discussions. And I also had mentioned the uh, from an API perspective, um, the ability for banks to be able to quickly integrate with third parties is critical. So when when we when we have these discussions, we, we tend to try and create a um, a roadmap that you don't want to do everything all at the same time, right? There's some things that are foundational. I think that the the um, API ecosystem is is critical to accelerate some of the other uh, components. Um, I had mentioned before the uh, the next generation um, uh, core systems. I think is foundational because that can accelerate the rest of the innovation. You build those foundational pieces first, and then after that, you're able to go to but I'd say some of the other um, components. All right, now let's figure out what we can do from a generative AI perspective to potentially reduce some of your, your back office and loan processing costs, right? Let's see what we can um, do from an overall client services perspective to uh, re reduce the, uh, um, the, the time for resolution for incident and, and things like that. Let's see what we can use AI for um, for um, uh, reducing some of your loan processing costs, uh, right? And, and then you can continue to go to other advances across your technology roadmap. Do we, are you currently in-house? Do you need to really look at a public cloud strategy and, and go through that transformation? So what we try and do is, um, you know, change is difficult. I think it first starts with the core. Um, so to the extent that we can create a, core that extends to all of these critical surrounds, whether it's data, whether it's digital, whether it's your API ecosystem, having your core fully integrated allows you to first address the core and then expand into these other key surrounds that will accelerate new product innovation and growth. One thing that you mentioned, of course, being generative AI, that's one mm -hmm. theme that you can't necessarily get away from right now. Just out of curiosity, are you hearing more from your clients' interest on where Gen AI can fit into the institutions? Yeah, absolutely. So I uh, I actually did a presentation at the National Bankers Association um, um, in Q4 last year, specifically around um, AI with a focus on generative AI and what some of those applications can be. I think on the onboarding process, um, it could be uh, significant from a um, accelerating that process. Also, um, I think the ability for 
um, customers to get a better view of a, um, uh, a viewpoint of their portfolios with some um, predictive analysis as well as far as where their portfolios may go. What if type scenarios from a, a generative AI perspective? Um, you, I see two benefits for the customer from a self-service perspective, but I also see um, the benefits for the uh, banks reducing some of their operational costs, whether it's onboarding or whether it's on back-end processing, leveraging AI to really improve their efficiency. Yes, and I think that just as you're mentioning, we're we're just on the the cusp of seeing more and more with with AI. Believe it or not, Gen AI, um, mm -hmm. it's all moving so fast, and you're seeing that implementation quickly changing um, as as the months go on, even as the days go on. It seems to I be agree. changing. As we're speaking, it's changing. <laughs> exactly. Now, speaking of implementing all this technology, we've, we've seen throughout 2023, I'm anticipating the same this year, technology spend just continues to be a priority for financial institutions, even as spending pulled back in other areas across banks. Technology remained an important effort, um, um, not surprisingly. Um, so when it comes to making sure that institutions are tech forward, I think the term that, that you used is being a next gen institution. Maybe you could explain what that really means to make sure that you are um, on the forefront of technology. Yeah, and you know what, I, I, I do use that term. I fell victim because I think it's a term that everyone's using. And the, the reality is it may be a bit of a, a, a misnomer. It kind of implies a, a then versus now when when actually from, you know, with my responsibility from a core perspective, it's more about continually involving uh, evolving the platforms. So, you know, to me, a next gen platform um, most important uh, allows for open access, right? The ability to accelerate new products on uh, next gen platforms or uh, cloud native. So you know, in today's digital world, in the past, it was about three nines or four nines, but now it's really about always being available from a from a platform perspective. So having that full resiliency. Um, so for me, NextGen is about quick innovation, new products, helping um, financial institutions grow their their deposit base. It's about systems that are resilient and, and reliable and, and self-heal. It's about systems that uh, really play within that ecosystem for integration. Um, so and the, the concept of next gen, really all of our platforms have been within that mode. It's just that we continue to involve as the technology allows us to advance those capabilities. Now, maybe you could give some examples of, and you don't necessarily have to name them, but some some bank clients that are next gen, some examples of what they're doing um, sure. that would put them into that that folder. Sure. So, um, and I don't mind naming. Uh, okay. We actually have a uh, um, on our investor day uh, in November last year, we had a testimonial from a bank, um, Premise Bank. I think it's one of the the greatest examples. So. Um, they were, uh, they are a bank that was on a uh, um, our premier core, and we uh, implemented a dual core approach with them. Um, and within a period of six weeks, they were able to increase their um, deposits by um, just a, a little bit uh, south of a billion. Um, and it's that type of rapid acceleration through new products offering. Um, it also expanded their reach. Right, they were a uh, a smaller community bank within the mid-Atlantic, and, and now they're able to offer all their services across 50 states. 
Um, it's about putting that digital first, API first capability um, in the in the hands of our FIs, whether it's leveraging um, a Premier or a FinSec or a DNA core. Um, it's just a great example of us being able to um, take a customer and really expand its reach and grow deposits through a next gen capability. Great. Um, and I, I can give you another example as well. So um, Call Federal in Virginia, um, it's a uh, it's a credit union um, similar to what I mentioned before, as far as just innovation, um, we were able to use our, our, our digital capability. They really wanted to move much more to tablets in their branch to focus on holistic member experience versus transactional actions, much more of that kind of customer experience approach. And our digital capabilities significantly helped and improved um, customer sat and, and through surveys and information. So, you know, the digital experience can help you expand your um, that next gen can help you expand your your reach, but um, probably just as important to improve your customer service. Thank you for naming a couple and, and talking through those examples. It's it's great to have uses and how the technology is actually performing and, and have those takeaways. So thank you so much for talking through that. Great. Now we we've given those examples, we've talked through the technology and and naming some of those was was the investment in cloud and the desire for cyber and AI and data analytics. If you were talking to a financial institution that's getting things going in 2024, it's kind of a clean slate, it's a new year. What are what are those technologies that you would really recommend a financial institution start with um, to keep up with competition, to make sure that they are on a tech forward path? What would you really start with on the tech front? Yeah, so I, I'm going to, in that, in that scenario, um, kind of assume that the core is in place, right? So from a from a, a core account processing. I, you know, I've, I've mentioned it in um, several times, but it, it just, it starts with digital, right? So that ability for that, um, a seamless omni-channel solution. So from a digital perspective, but then even able to uh, drive the customers to the uh, branch as well. I really didn't discuss branch technology and branch experience, but, you know, one of the things from a digital standpoint, I think it's a bit of a misnomer. Um, we've never felt this way, but um, that um, it's digital only. It's more about omni-channel, powered by digital, but then also being able to drive those higher valued um, customer experiences to the branch as well. So I, uh, you know, my advice would be start with a very strong digital, um, digital approach. As I mentioned, those are more loyal customers with higher balances and and um, a higher margin. But um, not to be lost is the need for the the, the service from the branch as well. And, and those two are not, um, they're not opposed to each other. They actually are complementary to each other. Yeah, I think that's that's great advice. And I think it goes with the theme of what we've been talking about um, right. on, on the digital front. Now, looking ahead to this year, um, it would be great if you could talk us through what's on Fiserv's product roadmap, what you're excited about um, for the year, what's coming for, for 2024. Sure. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, I, uh, I really am jazzed about our the investments that we're making. Um, you know, we're, we're on this journey. I talked about kind of the evolution from a next-gen perspective. We're on the journey for all of our platforms to be real-time. You know, where, as I mentioned, digital 
we are, you know, in a uh, um, in an era now from everything needing to be real time. We continue to refresh kind of React frameworks and everything that we're doing from a UI and usability perspective. So really excited about the investments we're making there. Um, I mentioned cloud every, you know, it's a race to cloud. So um, we we moved, um, I think, in our credit union space, I may be off by one or two, but 88 new uh, customers to our Portico uh, cloud. Um, solution in 2023 and think we'll move another 138 or so in 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 2024 so very excited about our cloud transformation um and i i you know some of the other things i i talked about from an open data i think that we are at the forefront of, of what we're doing around providing the tools and the capabilities so that um, fis have a full 360 view of their customers um and then i always refer to our um, I talked about open API, but we 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 have a um, we have technology and tools. I kind of I, I call it somewhat speed dating for for banks, right? The ability for banks to be able to um, uh, really look through the different fintechs that are out there and make decisions as far as who they want to have uh, relationships with from a from an innovation perspective. So, you know, I, I'm excited about all of it. I think that uh, you know we at our forum. Um, customer uh, uh, event last year in in, um, in June, we uh, had an experience center and, and our customers were um, delighted to see where we're taking uh, from an innovation perspective where we are and as far as where we're evolving those technologies across data, across APIs, across uh, across uh, blockchain, whatever the uh, that innovative technology is where we're involved across the board. So I'm very excited. Right. So before we close out, just wanted to make sure you had an opportunity to cover anything that you didn't hit on or anything that we missed. You know, we we touched on all the key themes, but it's probably worth reiterating the importance of customer service um, and the investments that we're making from a technology perspective. I talked about some of the AI tools that we're investing there um, and just the the from a technology standpoint, as important as it is for innovation and product growth and everything I mentioned moving to the cloud, um, as important are cyber and the customer experience. And so we continue to invest in our AI tools like Mave um, to improve that customer experience. Um, and we're very proud of, of that investment in, the, in that journey that we're on. Um, that'd be the only thing I'd say we probably didn't hit on as much as I would like. You know, in summary, the the investment in cloud, um, the investment in um, what we had discussed as far as more in evolving of our core platforms, not necessarily next gen, but the evolution as we continue to make advancements there. Um, and then some of the breakthrough technologies. Um, I didn't mention RPA, but things around um, RPA as well as blockchain and AI are innovative new technologies that we are investing in as well. You've been listening to The Buzz, a bank automation news podcast. Please follow us on LinkedIn. And as a reminder, you can rate this podcast on your platform of choice. Thank you for your time and be sure to visit us at bankautomationnews.com for more automation news.